So as a general practice in Finland, they jump into the ice hole called Avanto uh, in winter. Um, I guess in the most Baltic countries, when they have saunas or ice come by, it's probably a natural thing to do historically. Um, and uh, and it's a part of the cycle for this sauna practice. Welcome to the Practice of Health with me, Charlie Tanmore. The purpose of this bite-sized podcast is to empower you to take ownership of your own health. I'm a certified health coach. I manage two yoga studios in London and I'm a jiu-jitsu purple belt. In each episode, I explore an area of holistic health with a guest. Nutrition, movement, sleep, stress and much more and we share tools and principles that you can implement in your life today. After all, health is a practice, not an idea. Hey everyone, this is episode 38, saunas, ice diving and sauna yoga with Wendy Liu. I had a really fun conversation today with Wendy and learned a lot about saunas, ice diving, uh, what is sauna yoga, what would a class look like, and even what is sauna design, kind of good design for better health. So much stuff that we talked about, I feel we're going to have to have a second episode uh, at some point in the future. Wendy is a highly motivated architect artist, yoga teacher, well-being coach, freediver, freediving competition judge, and for Wendy, moving meditation in daily life inspires her to live each moment more mindfully and she enjoys sharing her passion for well-being and spreading happiness. You can find out more about Wendy through her Instagram page, Wendy in Wonderland and Wendy Wonderflow. And she's also a founder of the British Sauna Society. So please check out everything related to that. And there are lots of uh, resources in the show notes about where your nearest sauna is. um, Links to videos and articles about the health benefits of sauna. And even information about sauna yoga and what it is. So yeah, definitely check it out if you haven't done so already. I am very honored to say that Plant Power is sponsoring today's episode. Plant Power is a plant-based meal service located in the reception of Diesel Gym London. Healthy meals, snacks and juices are available daily. My personal favorite is the Power Bar and it is run by my very good friend Alex Manusos who has also been on this podcast and I've been on his podcast as well. Let's get into this episode number 38 with Wendy Lou. Wendy, welcome to the Practice of Health. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Hello. Good morning, Charlie. Thank you for having me here. No, it's, the pleasure's all mine. It's, um, yeah, you wanted to have this conversation for a while. I'm, I'm super interested in all that you do with saunas and everything else. And I really want to start the conversation by talking about the video um, that you sent me recently of you uh, freediving, 
under the ice in Finland. And it kind of really blew me away. And I'd be curious to find out more about why you decided to do that and then uh, what the experience was like for you. Uh, well, to start with, I think you come into the whole sauna and ice diving and the whole uh, hot and cold therapies was um, a few years ago, maybe 2017, I fell off a climbing wall and I completely uh, ruptured my ACL on my left hand, left leg. Um, so, you know, there's quite a lot of rehabilitations. Uh, of course, there's not much I could do. I was sort of a... Um, sort of not really be able to move for about three months. Uh, and then from there, I start doing lots of uh, gentle exercises and rehabilitations. Um, so that was a, a point I start come across other, you know, alternative sort of therapies. So actually start into doing more yoga and body movements. And then this is sauna and coming to like really helpful for you know, you're actually sitting there, you sweat and you have, um, you, you're almost like doing a work, a full workout uh, as if you will come into a gym or running or doing other things. So it was um, a really good place to start for uh, my physical uh, uh, rehab. And then I come across with uh, um, this, um, one of our friends who's, uh, you know, part of our practice doing all this uh, free diving and uh, um, and stuff. My, my, my partner, uh, Mika, he's Finnish. And then some of his friends and advertising online, they're doing this under, under the ice diving and was super interested uh, to find out um, how that works, like kind of, you know, uh, so we are on the way to Finland. Um, the video I sent to you was actually one of the first time we try um, to do this uh, under the ice diving. Uh, so as a general practice in Finland, they jump into the ice hole called Avanto uh, in winter. Um, I guess in the most Baltic countries when they have saunas or eyes come by it's probably a natural thing to do historically um and uh and it's a part of the cycle for this sauna practice so it's not a new thing that having the you know ice uh hole they, they usually do just a dip so but we took it a little bit more uh sort of deeper and kind of for me it was quite exciting um after you know by then I, I have trained some freediving skills and been to hot and cold experience so this is like you know the perfect time to combine them together and uh, develop some more interesting um practice internally uh so yeah that's how it's was all began and as um in in the video you could see uh well, I, we, we start with this ice hole they, they're quite self sort of uh, safety cautious so <clears throat> usually you have to have at least two holes 
for the eyes. So you will not get stuck if you happen to get lost somewhere because it's kind of quite pitch dark under uh, under the eyes. Uh, depends on how thick the eyes. If you without the light, without the hole, uh, you're literally like in the dark room. <laughs> uh, also, you know, sometimes the weather in the Nordics, it could get um, in winter, the day is very short. Um, so yeah, so they, they have a two holes and we start from just like maybe between 10 meters and then we extend it to like 25 meters, 35 meters. But the thing is not about the measurements, it's about the time and the think, we're kind of thinking inward. It's almost like having your, you know, when you practice yoga and there's not much there um distractions um i i was quite happy to share that video under the eyes because if you could have the sound on what you could hear was the sound of the the water floating next to to your body and the cracking sound of the ice mm. in the water under the water you know just so it's like a magic world so I mean, to be honest, it's uh, feeling the full body immersive experience and the cold. Some people, you know, some doctor will kind of do some study about it, the whole reflex system in terms of your body uh, reacted to the cold. Um, it's it's a, a, a very immersive relaxation. Um, yeah, because also when you jump into the ice um, water, there's no no other choice or excuses. You, 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 you actually got to experience that. <laughs> um, it's different to like, just run it under the cold shower. Um, yeah, anyway, so I hope, um, you know, there's uh, some YouTube link we can share later to have a look, um, you know, that's the, the, the sort of full immersive experience. And then what that really linked to sauna is uh, when, people look at that practice, um, it's getting quite start, you know, getting a bit more accepting, uh, uh, sort of, uh, I would say getting a bit more popular in the last couple of years. Um, so I, even for most Finns, it's quite challenge uh, because historically they just do what we call the uh, Avanto dip. People just go in with a ladder, very safe, uh, slowly testing from the feet, the ankles, and, you know, going up to your body. And then maybe five, the five run, you'll be like completely uh, immersive yourself. So many place to go. It's, it's such a, um, the feeling you can get from being in a sauna and then kind of going straight into a, a cold environment is, is feeling like no other. I, re- I think I said to you, I recently went uh, for the first time to the Hackney uh, baths in Hackney Wick. Um, it was a birthday present from my girlfriend and it was just such a, I think we went in the sauna about five times and each one after that, it went into the kind of plunge pool they had and then went back again. Then after about an hour of doing that, you just feel, you just feel so amazing. We were just walking down the canal and it was just, it was such an incredible feeling that, um, yeah, it's hard to get from anywhere else and just all obviously the, the health benefits from it, but just, just the, the feeling we had just very mentally clear and physically kind of loose and um, something I want to really try and do more of in the future is sort of regularly go to a sauna and how to combine it to the cold. And um, 
yeah i know one of the things that you're really passionate about is kind of just sauna design and how we can have like good design for better health obviously you are an architect as well and be interested to hear i guess what your thoughts are on that and like how to create a good experience in terms of the architecture for a sauna and kind of what are the do's and don'ts um in that world yeah i would say this actually uh and uh, a very a, a, a subject that we can run into another separate uh, talk um but it's a you know a simple rule firstly most of people um how, how to you know go into a sound that you feel uh, it's, it's a good design as a customer first like um, and then there's also there's so many books about you know design design we can put it on link in some of the uh, talk that we run in the British Designer Society YouTube uh, there was a, there's a couple of talk um, by Lassie uh, from Finland that's called a, a secret uh, designer secret Finnish designer design book um, and uh and there is Lewis uh, Youngkinson from the UK. Uh, he's a very experienced uh, sound carpenter, uh, also electricians. And there was, you know, he also did a talk for us in the BSS. Um, but in terms of when you go into the sauna and how do you feel like from the design point of view, I would say it's quite important where the heat, what they sort of the heat pockets, uh, more be efficiency so it's um it's it's just to see the size of it it's not you know when if if they have like a very high ceiling so you can imagine most of the heat will be kind of get lost in the in the in the pocket of that um so ideally we, we have little measurement if you raise your hands that when you're sitting on the top bench you could actually touching uh the the, the ceiling of that that that's a, a good measure that the heat are still contained within this uh, body and another another experience it's uh, when you can see in the saunas they have different levels of benches um, and one of the important uh, kind of matters in in the saunas uh, we want to explain is this stove which is not normally be seen in those dry hot saunas in, in, in some gyms. Not not all of them, but some, you know, the, 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 the hotel spa styles. And uh, um, so, so those, the, the, the authentic saunas, we need to have the stove and you, that need to be seen. And because the point of that, you pour water onto the, the rocks and the elements, it doesn't matter if it's uh, electrics or wood fire, but the rocks, it's a very important element uh, in the saunas. Mm. So when the water pour on the rocks, it creates steam. So the sauna itself is actually a sauna bath. So to, to, to kind of uh, measure the comfort as a person to be inside a sauna is the combination of the temperature and the humidity. So for authentic sauna experience, I need to have both of them. Any question in that from your own experience? <laughs> yeah, I guess, as you know, um, being around London, there's so much 
differences in saunas that I've been to, whether it's other yoga studios where they have infrared saunas or it's a proper finished sauna or a typical gym that I've been to in different parts of London where it's, yeah, it's not an authentic uh, finished experience. And of course, it's, it's better than nothing. But as you said, I've definitely noticed certain saunas I've been in, it's just more like a box. It doesn't feel like I'm getting the same uh, physical or mental kind of feeling from it. And then often those kind of experiences, there's no kind of really kind of cold immersion afterwards. You may have like a lukewarm shower or something. So if you can, I think it's super important to try and seek out those uh, authentic experiences. Even I've realized recently near where I live in Southeast London, there's a Finnish sauna uh, in Rotherhithe that you can go to. Um, and obviously other different parts of the Hackney, Hackney Baths I mentioned and different places. Um yeah, one thing that I was thinking about was I know you you, you said that you also um, teach or practice sauna yoga. And I'd be interested if that practice, if you would it be in a typical kind of finished sauna, or would it be in a more kind of like hot yoga studio with different kind of yeah variations of it? Or how how, how would that work? How would a class look like if you were kind of teaching sauna yoga? Yeah, that's uh, that's great. Um, uh, that you asked this, uh, I'm very. It's one of my passion actually to combine the they both are UNESCO uh, under the UNESCO uh, heritage protections, um, both sauna and yoga individually. So doing sauna and yoga together, it's like combining the two Asian uh, practice ritual together mm -hmm. it's um it's a physical and also a spiritual i believe uh and yeah with your question it's um it's not i would say it's quite a new practice and it's a, a very creative practice in finland itself uh it's uh, created by um by a, a yoga teacher uh, herself, uh, a Finnish yoga teacher, and of course, the sauna is something that uh, they they brought up with is in their blood. Um, so it's so probably uh, good to find out. So she start um, the idea originally is to in to 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 promote sauna actually to invite. Uh, people, tourists who visit Finland to experience the sauna culture. And yoga is actually um, another very popular thing. So most people practice these days for mental and uh, uh, physical health. Um, because traditional to Finnish sauna are very, what we call very pure. They most, they like just, you know, as pure as you can see, is uh, usually there's don't not not even any clothes. Uh, don't need to wear any clothing, uh, and it's um, it's showing the the, the truth of uh, individuals, and they usually quite quiet, or they maybe have a chat uh, or social gathering. Um, but it's so it's not a lot to do for people who doesn't know sauna and mentally we come in okay I'm sitting in this hot box uh, yes that you know the people uh, can get quite bored um, even you know the Finnish they notice themselves so so this uh, so one of the uh, uh, lady um, uh, 
she'd been doing teaching yoga and then thinking, oh, people start doing stretching. You know, maybe I will create this uh, as, as a, a, a more kind of a, a practical, as a sequence, as a, a, a new sort of a kind of style of yoga, uh, which is one of the great things about yoga is always uh, developing and involving based on the um, kind of local uh, demand and, uh, uh, you know, historic uh, movement so yeah so let's see so that's how it was born and um, it's actually a whole kind of holistic sequence so uh, I have to thank uh, the creator and the founder of uh, Sanda Yoga it's uh, Tina Wangnil um, she actually wrote a book on Sanda Yoga uh, and also Sana Palate. Um, so when I found out this, so I went to kind of meet her just in between the uh, pandemics or the lockdown time when we could travel on the first uh, first break in between the lockdown. So we in Finland, I went to actually meet her uh, personally. And that time, I think everything is a bit um, sort of uh, uh, quiet and died down. No one really doing you know social gathering in a way that uh, uh, sound is probably uh, difficult to you know not not ripping really operations because everything is closed um so so once they first uh started doing you know i i just spoke with her then they had some sound yoga uh courses uh to, to to train instructors to do it safe and properly so that's how I uh, sort of kind of started and, and get on the first course they could actually available uh, just after the uh, the lockdown. Um, so yeah, to find out, so what, what is actually Sana Yoga? So what itself? I mean, some people would be a bit confused with the hot yoga or hot pot yoga, although sounds like the same in, uh, you know, same the hot environments. Um, however, so we actually do it in a in a in a in a real sanas, in the, not in the hot uh, yoga studio. And mostly they kind of uh, based on the uh, seated uh, poses. So in a temperature approximately about fifty Celsius. Um, and some of these poses actually, it's helped to release uh, tensions in the neck and shoulder um, and the healthy spice. Um, and so the sequences is come into between like 30 to 45 uh, minutes. Um, so in terms of the environments, there's uh, some challenges in there because the um, the heat. But however, sort of uh, with with the safety measurement, so it's more like a, a gentle breath work. Um, let the body melt. It's almost in between um, sort of Yin yoga mm -hmm. inside a, a sort of hotter environment. So it's not um, you know it's it's different to the hot yoga in the yoga studio i think from you talking about it and how you were saying it, it's kind of like yin yoga but 
in the kind of authentic Finnish sauna, authentic kind of sauna experience. And almost it could be seen as like chair yoga for someone maybe who isn't as accessible or disabled in, in some way. They could kind of probably practice that, obviously, because you're sweating more, so you're able maybe to move your body a little bit more. Um, and even when I'm in the sauna by myself or being in the sauna, at different places i kind of want i sometimes i feel like i want to move a little bit or do some more hip openings or kind of move my back in a little way so it kind of just feels like natural so I, I'm, I'm sure that with your kind of guidance and teaching having some kind of sequence um it would be yeah a really great experience and um yeah no i'd love to I'd love to come do a class with you at some point um but i'd be interested to hear from you i guess in terms of health practices if you know, where should people start? Obviously, if they can get to a community sauna, that's that's one option. But is there anything else people can do to experience um, the health benefits of a sauna, whether it's their first time going to a sauna or anything else they can do if they can't get to a sauna that you would you would advise? Yeah, let me see. So if, if you are, uh, of course, you know, if you're closer to any uh, saunas, uh, that you are a member of some gyms and, and, and that is somewhere you can get some sweat. Um, but it's, if it's not completely in terms of what we call this on the bath and get into the, um, you know, the, the, the experience to, to completely. So uh, what you can do and uh, say at home, um, I would say even just having a hot bath, mm. it's a, uh, it's, you know, because that comes with the, the 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 hot temperature as well as the humidities that you can create in a hot bath. Yeah, I mean, I've really enjoyed our our chat today, and it's definitely kind of given me uh, some more ideas about kind of sauna use and um, getting to use them more regularly. But is there anything else you wanted to share before we go today, or where can people? connect with you or kind of find out more about kind of saunas and, and the benefits they have? The British Sauna Society. We are on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we are on LinkedIn and Twitter, but mostly working uh, on the Instagram uh, for the latest news. Uh, we also have a website and for people interested to join us, there's a link uh, to be part of a member as a supporter um, because uh, we love to connect to people. Um, you know, you can hear more about our events. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's on the Sahana side. And for myself, um, you know, you're welcome to follow me on uh, my personal page. Uh, uh, Wendy Wonderland is my um, personal page and that will have anything related to um, health, uh, culture, sauna, cold bathing, free diving, ice diving, mm. <laughs> or maybe yoga, uh, arts and culture and design. And for sauna itself, uh, me and uh, my partner Mika, we have a another one called Sana Wave. Uh, it's uh, related to Sana culture, uh, visiting, uh, you know, kind of our secret journey of uh, the heat seekers. So it will be our journey like, to, to, to find out more about where to go, uh, our sort of personal experience around the Sana culture. And we're also doing a podcast as well. <laughs> but um, 
yeah, uh, that's to sort of chat with uh, a sound uh, expert. Uh, so that would be something interesting to check out. Um, what else? Yeah. Uh, okay, I, I do have last one for my yoga one. It's called Wendy Wonderflow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's for the um, for the uh, for the for the yoga uh, channel. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have another conversation at some point because there's so much to talk about with saunas and the culture uh, and all the different health benefits. Um, but yeah, thank you, Wendy. It's been it's been real um, pleasure having you on. I've really enjoyed our, our chat today. Thank you so much, Charlie. I really enjoyed uh, being here. Thank you for having me. If you want to learn more about how I can help you achieve your health goals in nutrition, sleep, movement and stress, you can contact me at charlietunmore at gmail.com. I am not a doctor, so please do not substitute this information for medical advice. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this episode useful and want to support the podcast, please share it, give it a five-star rating and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps the practice of health empower more people to take ownership of their own health.